Let's get straight into it. If you're reading the title, you know what this podcast is going to be about. If you've been on the internet all day, all day yesterday, everybody's talking about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. I have some thoughts. So it's kind of interesting how Will Smith pretty much losing all self-control and hitting another adult man. Or just hitting somebody, period. It doesn't matter if they're a child or an adult. you just losing yourself. All right. I, I just kind of want to, when I saw the video, I thought it was fake. Is that weird? I mean, we're, we're going to get into the, the whole slapping situation, but I find it weird how when you see something online, your immediate thought is, this is fake. You can literally post a selfie of yourself on your Instagram story and you forgot that you posted it and you'd be like, that's fake. That's not me. I forgot. I don't know when that picture was taken. Isn't that weird? That That's just, that's another thought for another podcast. But when I saw and understood that the slap was real and it was after hearing Will Smith, the way he was, you know, cursing at Chris Rock saying that keep my wife's name out of your, you know, effing mouth. And that made me like think about one of my favorite books of all time, something that I've spoke about on this podcast several times, how I would listen to James Allen's As a Man Thinketh over and over again. And I would just recite these words in my head. James Allen has a chapter in the book. It's chapter seven. I have the book here, chapter seven. I'm going to go ahead and read a few passages from it. And it starts with calmness of mind is one of the beautiful jewels of wisdom. It is the result of long and patient effort and self-control. As he develops a right understanding, he sees more and more clearly that the eternal relations of things by the actions of cause and effect He ceases to fuss and fume and worry and grieve and remains poised, steadfast, and serene. The calm man has learned how to govern himself, knows how to adapt himself to others, and they, in turn, reverence in his spiritual strength and feel that they can learn of him and rely upon him. The more tranquil a man becomes, the greater is his success, his influence, his power for good. For people will always prefer to deal with a man whose demeanor is strongly equable. The strong, calm man is always loved and revered. He is like a shade-giving tree in a thirsty land or a sheltering rock in a storm. Who does not love a tranquil heart, a sweet-tempered, balanced life? It doesn't matter whether it rains or shines, or what changes come to those possessing these blessings, for they are always sweet, serene, and calm. There's a lot of times we throw labels on specific people, And they have done nothing to prove that they fit this standard. With food manufacturing 
and with electronics, there's something called quality control. And there are specific criteria for something to have in order for it to pass to get past production and into the hands of its customers or in hands of just in general to the general public. Even with reading and writing with with podcasts, there's quality control. You have uh, some editors. You have people who would listen to a podcast or a book before it gets to the general public. And I kind of feel like we label people, especially celebrities, as good people. Or we just label people in general as good people. There is no quality control. And I completely understand how there's nobody's perfect. And that's what I'm getting to. We look at these celebrities. We see the small things that they do. Literally small things. We look at the small things that they do and we say, well, that person's a good person. They will fit, they fit into this box. I'm with this person all the way, ride or die. This is a good individual. We have this thing of just putting labels onto people who we don't even know. We don't know if they're quality or not. So when they do things like crime, when they do things like not being a good person and it's like the rug gets pulled up under us. But there's a, a vast majority of us people who just don't trust anybody, who don't, what's that term? Like, I, you don't throw a chicken or a cow. You don't trust somebody how far you could throw them, however that term goes. And that's that's my mentality when it comes to what happened with Will Smith and with any celebrity. Like, you just don't just trust and label somebody as a good person because they smile on TV, they have a beautiful family, they're never into any confrontation. But going back to the passages that I read in James Allen's book, As a Man Thinketh, chapter 7, the lack of self-control that you have shows the quality man you are. Quality human being. I don't, I don't want to say man. The quality human being that you are is indicative of how you treat other people. Not only how you treat other people, but how you perceive your moves. Not everything should be calculated, but there is a lot of things about how cause and effect work. Hey, if I say, if I, if I walk up to a photo shoot and there's a model and she's very attractive, and we are on a friend level, and I smack her butt, say, good job, that was an amazing shoot. I will expect to get her to feel uncomfortable, maybe some physical retaliation, screaming, upset, and then probably my photography career down the drain. Because that's what happens when you, especially for me, at my level where I'm at, where my cause and effect is so much my cause, the things that I do that are good have a low, and I, I know there's a science behind this, and this is probably going to be a really cool hot take, and I just thought about it just now, but the good that I have, the good that I can do 
like the good cause that I can do have a much lower percentage of moving the chessboard, moving me forward in the chess piece. And the effect that I'll get is a lot lower than if I did something negative. Now, me smacking her butt has a greater effect on me than me just telling her, hey, I had a great had a great day with you. Uh, these photos will be available whenever I decide to edit them. So my potential for uh, growth and moving forward, I will move forward into my business. But as far as like moving forward in general, like the greater effect of me being a nice human being is a lot smaller than me being a butthole, me being like a loser, me being a disgusting human being. Because if I smack her butt, I'm going straight to jail. There are so many movements there career plummeting, uh, relationship with my wife, relationship with my friends going down the drain, divorce, uh, being sued, being losing all of my credentials, all of my equipment, my studio space, all of that because of the financial, not, I wouldn't even say financial situation, but damn right because of the financial position that I'm in currently. There's a, there's a there's like a, uh, like a, I don't know what, how to explain it, but if you understand what I'm saying, like the, the things that I do have a different effect because of my, the money that I'm making now. And that's sad because quite frankly, Will Smith can slap a man on television, live TV, and still win an Oscar. That's, that's crazy. Still get applause. His potential of good and bad might be balanced. Him doing something bad can have the same amount of weight as him doing something good. And I'm not sure if it's because his level of celebrity or the circumstance of the con- the situation where he was defending his wife's quote-unquote honor. But in my opinion, he was just retaliating and responding to bottled, bottled up tension from years of being humiliated. That's that's just my opinion. And that's where I'm going to leave it at that as far as like how I feel about Will Smith and what he did. Um, like his, his emotion, like I just feel like it was him releasing a little bit of the valve pressure, releasing a little bit of the pressure on a tiny man, which was pathetic in my opinion. It shows extreme lack of self-control, extreme lack of care. Like, I don't care. This bad holds the same weight as good. Unconsciously, I don't care what happens. I'm rich. What are you going to do? I'm Will Smith. And I talk about this a lot, and this will always go back to the zombie apocalypse. And you're like, bro, chill with the zombie apocalypse stuff. But you have to realize when you don't go any, when you don't go through any type of atrocities, in your life, or you have quite frankly, remove struggle and turmoil. You can't deal with specific things. You just can't deal with being inconvenienced, especially in these times of the Amazon world and him being like, I don't know if he's a billionaire or millionaire. I don't know how much money he has. Uh, If you look at his net worth, it's probably a lot. And he can quite frankly, get 
anything that he wants. Nobody who talks to him talks to him the way that they should actually be talking to him. I don't think he, I don't think these people, these rich people have genuine conversations. There is no quality control in their friends group. There is nobody checking the balances. Hey, buddy, you, you and your family need to stop this shit. You and your family need to get a reality check. You and your family need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> you guys have lost grip on reality. Nobody has gone to them. I'm not saying somebody needs to say that. I'm just talking about in general with celebrities who have like, even with my podcast, it, I don't mind somebody coming to me and telling me, yo, shut the fuck up. Nobody cares what you have to say. That's fine. You know, give me some concrete, uh, concrete criticism. Hey, this is what, sh- this is what you should be talking about. This is how you should be talking about it. I disagree with you on this. Give me some checks and balances. And I have been getting some critiques from some content creators and by some people who don't listen to podcasts. I ask people frequently, how am I doing on the podcast? How is this podcast doing? And I get amazing feedback and I take that feedback, hone it in and try to make better content. And a lot of, a lot of people have been asking me, can you make the podcast longer? (laughs) Can you give us more gill? I'm like, fine. And this is the episode where I decide to take some of this feedback and put it in. So this episode might be just a little bit longer, but back to Will, it just, I feel like they some celebrities lose a grip on reality and this type of mentality is extremely toxic and will be worthless in a zombie apocalypse because in the world of a zombie apocalypse where you can't just have a burst of uncontrolled emotion, you need to be able to control how you react. You need to be able to master that life. Isn't always going to go your way. And it's just so crazy how, we are making excuses. Oh, he's defending his wife's honor. You know, you can't tell somebody how to react. This is somebody who we checked off. Going back to what I said earlier, we checked off as, hey, this guy is safe. Kanye West, on the other hand, no. But it's it's amazing how we see people and we say they're completely fine. Nobody's fine. Nobody's normal. We need to have checks and balances on everybody to make sure that everybody's, hey, uh, are you okay? Are you going through therapy? Are you, how are you going? How are you dealing with this? Hey, there's a situation that happened in your life. Hey, what's going on here, buddy? Nobody's doing that. Only thing that we're doing is saying, hey, uh, mental health week. Hey, we're taking my mental health break. But nobody's really checking in on people and seeing that if everybody's okay, nobody's doing these quality control checks on these celebrities to make sure that, hey, you're on social media and you're extremely influential. You can quite frankly make millions of people think this specific way. Your actions hold so much water. Will Smith's slap was a tidal wave of influence, in my opinion. So much so that it was a tsunami in our conversations in my content creator space. It flooded my DMs and it drenched my phone with content. And my ears were soaked all day with excruciating detail of what people thought about Will Smith. Yo, that was dope, by the way. Come on, come on, come on. Like, hey, hey, come on. 
Y'all, y'all saw how I went with that? Come on, man. Hey, come on. Give, give me some credit right there. That was some fire uh, freestyling. Come on, y'all. All right. Back back to what I was saying. And I, I and one thing a lot of people aren't really talking about as well is how is Chris Rock doing? Charlamagne the God actually brought this up to my attention. And a few, there's a few other people, a few other bloggers and podcasters. And there's a lot of people who don't really understand this space. Like there's a lot of people in, on the internet who just go on one side of the internet. They're just on the entertainment side. They don't really understand that, hey, there are actually comedians on the, comedians exist. And there's a lot of people who woke up today realizing that, wait a minute, hold on. Will Smith was wrong, but he was defending his wife. How could he be wrong? Comedy. I'm not a comedian, but I'm a comedian. And I've heard comedians say this a lot. They will always defend the joke. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? I did, I never really understood it. There was a few situations where some comics will say specific things. And I'll be like, come on, bro. That's crazy. Why would you defend that joke? I finally understand what they mean by defending the joke. Because not only was Chris Rock not really, the joke was not, it was funny. But it wasn't to the point where it needed that type of reaction. And going back to what I said earlier, it was just pent up aggression pointed at this easy target. I forget. I forgot the name of this book. Jeez, I forgot. But it was all about um, Vikings. And it talked about how and it's the same mentality in like with um, animals. But when the Vikings, they have these not chiefs, but these these leaders. And if there was any time they just wanted to let loose, they would just kill one of these smaller guys because they're just easy targets. You know, it's just so much easier. And I feel like that's in like in life in general, like they always pick on the puny kid. And right now these Vikings were probably dealing with a lot of just annoyances with life and trying to figure how to, you know, deal with running out of money or running out of resources so they'll just fight one of their smaller guys for no reason. Redirecting that anger, redirecting that aggression towards somebody else for no reason. And we do that all the time. Like not even Vikings, like animals do that. Humans, we like regular people, we do that. Bullies do that at school. People, some teachers are dealing with relationship problems at home and they'll come to class with their problems. We all have had, we all have had coworkers who are going through issues with their family at home. They probably have a death in the family. Maybe they're, maybe they just don't know where they are in their life and they're just frustrated. So they take it out on you, the coworker who's just trying to have a good time and and they just lose it. And we, as a society now just allow it to happen. Oh, you know, yeah, she's going through a lot right now. So, you know, we should, uh, we should give her some, some time. Yeah, she just cursed me out and called me that I, I'm an ain't shit nigga and I'm a fucking asshole and I ain't going to be shit. Simply because I asked her, what's our company's fax number again? <laughs> you know, it's, it's just some people have a lack of self-control and we just allow them to do it. Everybody goes through stuff. And I'm not saying that I've I've had the worst life ever. But I always think about the atrocities and mental anguish that I've had to overcome and things that I'm currently still dealing with now. 
and like how amazing some people's life are. Like, dude, your life's amazing. Yeah, not saying that having money is everything, but you have a beautiful family. Some people have beautiful families. Some people have amazing opportunities. And for some reason, it's never enough. And I, I hear the whole, oh, you don't know what it's like. But come on, life is beautiful, bad or good. If it's going your way or it's not, it's never an excuse to take it out on somebody. And I'm going to leave you all with this. You guys probably heard this before, but energy is not created or destroyed. It's just transferred. And it was just a lot of pent up energy for, you know, for years that was just transferred onto Chris Rock for no reason. And Chris Rock even made a show called Everybody Hates Chris. And it's essentially a show about how growing up he was bullied uh, for being small, short, and he essentially had to become funny or else he would just get beat up all the time. And how he would get beat up just for being funny. And who knows, like Charlemagne said, who knows what type of wombs did that opened up for Chris Rock. But nobody's talking about that. We're just focusing on the big dog. Man, it's, it's wild. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for uh, tuning into the podcast. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I sure as hell did. I don't look at celebrities as, you know, idols. I don't really, really care. I grew up, I grew up seven at Venice. We were essentially, well, I, I was, I can only speak for myself, but I was so averse to celebrity culture. So I just kind of assumed that they all like worship the devil. <laughs> but Later on, I figured out that they don't worship the devil at all. They worship themselves and they themselves want to become gods. But the issue is that they're just as fragile and small and meek as the ones who are bowing down and worshiping them. All right, y'all. Thank you all for listening. Love you guys. Peace.